Welcome everybody. This is the People Like Us podcast with Gerald Mays and Roberto Higuera. Chef Roberto oh, Higuera. Right. Sorry, Chef Roberto Higuera. <laughs> and uh, this is episode two. Sweet. Nice, right? It is. Sounds kind of cool. It's kind of dope. It's like we're like really doing this thing. You know, I mean, dude, this is very exciting. Not gonna lie, it is pretty exciting. I've never been part of a podcast, and this is the most exciting thing. This is the most exciting thing of your life so far. I'm like, (laughs) OMG, I'm kind of like a radio host (laughs) for real. (laughs) Um, Today's episode, we want to talk about like basic. It's probably the number one question on Google or anywhere. If you go to any health and wellness shop, center, boutique training facility, gym, online platform, et cetera, et cetera. The number one question is, let me guess, drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) How to lose weight. Fast. (laughs) It's not fast. Losing weight isn't a fast process. Mm. Most of us did not get overweight fast. So why do we have an expectation to then lose the weight fast? Ooh. Right? Yes. The expectations are off. So I'm not going to lie. That was the beginning. However, I will say that there are a few components that we can touch on about how to lose weight on the fast side, as well as more of a sustainable approach, which we recommend. So we say this with a disclaimer, do not do the fast things because they, they will, they will mess up your long-term adherence to this. Right. Right. So it's like, it's it's not a get rich quick scheme, right? So oh, you're not you're not gonna just shell out a thousand dollars and hope to make a couple million dollars overnight, right? It's like we're going to put away pennies daily, so that when you look back at this at sixty, you'll be like, oh, okay, I did I did do something. Mm. Like when you're running around with your grandkids at sixty years old, you'll be like, all right, cool, I did do it, I did it. Yeah. That's what we're working on. All right. So let's jump in to how to lose weight. Short the term? F- that is short term weight loss. All right. All right. Short term weight loss. First off, what is your like thought behind losing weight fast? I, I tend to keep my ear away from like the trendy stuff that you see on, mm. you know, on social media. So like what is something that you... Like what? What are some things that you think you can do to lose weight fast? Short term. Short term. Well, my I my number one choice. Like I mean, I think just like anything would be you. You starve yourself. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> if I want to make sure I lose weight, don't eat nothing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, from an educated perspective, it would be you know it's still fast though. It's still fast. Uh, I mean, eat less, eat a lot less. Okay. That's essentially, I mean, I, that's the only thing I can think of. It's just eating a lot less than what I'm eating Eating now. a lot less, a.k.a. starving. Essentially. Okay. Anything else? Uh, that's, I mean, at least from, from what I can think of. I mean, I, I can't think of any other way other than maybe, you know, you lose water weight overnight. That's a whole different. That, exactly. That, that, you know, that's definitely I possible. Think, I think. What's difficult about this question is just the word, like, you know, losing weight. Like, what does that yeah. mean? Is it weight or is it 
body fat? Mm, is see, it, it's so broad, it's it so a, vague. Is it a change of body composition that you're looking for? And that's something that we're going to talk about at the end of this thing, how we bring it all together, is there's a big difference between losing weight and changing your body composition, which is ultimately what I think most people are trying to do. Mm. They're trying to lose body fat and change body composition, which is a combination of losing body fat and growing muscular tissue. I don't think anyone wants to lose just pounds because right. pounds are is an equal proportion of all things outside of bone. Outside of bone. So you that know? includes muscle, exactly. tissue, and body fat, all exactly. that stuff. So in order to lose weight fast, you have to trigger what I call like body dumping. Body dumping. Body dumping. Okay. So basically our bodies are super smart, right? And they their focus is to create like a homeostasis all right? the time exactly which in 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 layman's terms homeostasis would be what does your body have to do to keep it going to keep it balanced to uh, keep it going keep it going keep it alive keep it alive okay exactly and to make whatever those movements are more efficient so for example if you get in a car accident and your eyes become uneven mm-hmm. your body over time will move the eye so that you can see straight with crooked eyes. Really? Yeah, it'll do that on its own. I didn't know that. Because if not, then you're going to die at some point in time. We're animals, right? Like, you're right. going to die. That, that that makes you less than. You can't walk. You can't do anything. So it'll compensate for that. That's what essentially what it is, is compensation. Okay. You know, so if, if you hurt your ankle, your left ankle gets strong because it's taken on the weight. But in weight loss, it's the same thing. So if you starve yourself, let's, let's, let's start with that. Okay. Right? Let's start with that approach. Starving, right? Which is a supreme caloric deficit. Caloric deficit is a great way to start any weight loss program, but a severe one will trigger this homeostatic. Well, what is caloric deficit? Just in case so that people know what it is. So a, cal- a caloric <clears throat> deficit isn't 1,500 calories or 2,000 calories. It is a combination of what your body needs to be alive added to activity throughout the day. So if you were to lay on the bed and never do anything, the only calories that you would need would be the calories to sustain your heart re- your heartbeat, your breathing, your breathing, your, your vital organs, things like that. That's all. That would that's, be that's where the energy is. There needed. you go. And then on top of that you would add your activity. So if you get up and you go to work and you do this, or maybe you work out, you exercise or whatever, that's all an amount of calories, so to speak. That you would need for the course of a day. Okay. A caloric deficit would be to eat less than you would, that you would need for the day. All right. Cool. Now, a supreme deficit would be like 30% maybe. That's 30%? Yeah. Wow. Like the HCG diet, right? What, like, what is the HCG? It's the weirdest diet in the world. Oh, shit. People out there, if you're listening to this, never do the HCG diet. Does it work? Yes. You know why it works? Because you only eat 500 calories a day. I could give you a Skittle and tell you to eat 500 calories a day. Call it the Skittle diet. And it's going to work. And it's going to work. And I'm going to be worth millions of dollars. Mm. They have this like HCG is like the female hormone that detects if you're pregnant or not. So you're basically ingesting women, pregnant women's pee. What the f- yeah. Wow. It's, because it's what they say is that it's like a, 
an appetite suppressor because oh, the only okay. issue that you would have is that your body's response to that is to send hunger pangs or, or, or hun- hunger uh, signals. Mm. So you're going to be hungry. So to deafen, to, to get through that, you would need to deafen those signals. Okay. You know what I mean? Which allows you to only to live off of 500 calories. It doesn't mean that your body isn't going to make a change or an adjustment. So some of these changes and adjustments that you would get from your body not receiving the amount of calories it needs to survive itself would be like a low blood pressure, lower heart rate. Um, your nails will get brittle. Your hair will thin. Mm. You know, things like that. It'd be extremely difficult. And it would not be recommended to exercise at all if you're doing any sort of like severe, whether you're whether you're on a, something stupid, and I don't mean to say stupid, but yeah, stupid ACG diet, or if you're fasting or something like that, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't add another stress on what that your body's already taken on. So that, yeah, you're going to lose a whole bunch of weight by not eating, but what's the detriment, right? Like right. your body's going to basically shut down and try to minimize as much. And then when you, what happens is that as your body gets more and more used to living and operating on such a low calorie deficit, then if you decide you want to go back to a normal like eating regimen, then your body actually views that as an excess depending on how long. Mm. So if you see these people that do these yo-yo diets and then they get to 40 years old and they're like, everything that I try like doesn't work. Like I literally eat, you know, a slice of lettuce with a knife and fork and I'm still <laughs> gaining weight. It's usually because these people have, they've, they've done this to their metabolism, so mm. to speak. So they've gotten this super deficits and super extremes and they're just going up and down, up and down. So your body is gaining weight when you're going back to normal, not going back to normal. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think the three healthiest things, you know, to do, to lose weight fast that you could probably see some supreme benefits without these harmful, without harmful side effects or even making huge changes to your diet. It would be to lower the inflammation, lower the inflammation. Yes. Okay. And what would you need to do to All lower right. the inflammation? Three things to lower your inflammation. Oh, let's hear it. One drink effing water. Oh, a lot. Well, that is like my go. That's like my go-to thing. Like I have like a a three thing. Like do these three things first before you come and say you want to do anything. I think drink I think more you, water. You need. You call them a low hanging fruit. The low hanging fruits. Mm-hmm. Change the low hanging fruits. The stuff you can change right now for yourself, as opposed to trying to skip and like. It's almost like like money, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have an X amount of money, and you really would like. Say, for example, you have. You have $500 to buy you a laptop, right? A laptop that's going to have the same functionality that you need to do for whatever it is that you're doing. But you see the, the Mac Pros or whatever, which are amazing. They're nice. They're great. They still do the same, similar to the same things that you need for the basic components, but it's more price, more pricey. Why put yourself in that stress trying to reach for that when you can do this right now, improve on this, and then get to the next step or to, you know, save that money and buy that computer. I mean, at least that's how I kind of see it. I understand. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> biased because I have a Mac. I have two of them, you know, so I have iMacs, Macs, iPads, iPhones. I'm a little bit, <laughs> maybe not the I best feel example. a little bit judged. 
I feel like you were coming for me at <laughs> no, that particular no. standpoint. <laughs> I feel like you were coming after me. Well, I mean, you know, you I have them here, saying, so though. I see the logos. But yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Right? I think it's more like you don't have to buy it now and empty the bank. Oh, okay, there you, you know go. What I mean, put a little bit away and save up for it. Like you, can, you'll get there if you if you push the goal out. Then it gives you more time, and it also gives you a lot more flexibility. Right. You know what I mean? I just to kind of like bring it back to what we we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to throw like I mean at least try to compare. I think the best way to kind of understand it, at least for myself in, in the very beginning, is to kind of relate it to something yeah. that I know well that it kind of makes sense when I think about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because maybe not a lot of people are going to understand, you know, some of the terms that we throw out there, especially with nutrition and whatnot, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you could kind of relate it to something that they do on a regular basis, I think it adheres more to your, you know, to your brain. I understand. I use sports analogies. Oh. I use sports analogies when I argue with my wife. Really? She hates it. <laughs> That's funny. Just so you know. <laughs> she hates it. Because she doesn't understand sports. Mm. I do though. But, that would be the same thing, right? It'd be like, you don't have to go for the home run. Just get on base. You don't have to go for the 90-yard touchdown. Get the first down. Right. Ooh. And these are your first downs. And you don't even have to get the first down because you have four shots at it. So get the first down in three. And these are the three steps. <sighs> down number one, drink more effing water. Sweet. Literally. Water is like the blood of Jesus. <laughs> 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 literally you know what i mean yeah like it is it is the number one detoxifier the number one purifier it is literally the strongest substance in the world you know what i mean it almost can't destroy water you boil it away and it just evaporates and turns into water later mm. but it literally it, it purifies it not purifies i hate using that word but it, it it it'll clean and detox the toxins from your body if you're drinking it if you're drinking it and it also really reduces inflammation. By the way, we have a blog on hydrate to that explains, you know, the amount of waters you should be drinking and whatnot. So go ahead and go check that out, too. Yeah, written by Benjamin Suimatsu. Uh, Is that how you pronounce his last name? Yeah, Benjamin Suimatsu. Suimatsu. Yeah, that's pretty dope last name. <laughs> head coach. Head coach. So, yeah, he wrote a dope, dope article on hydration. Number two is to get more sleep. Ooh. Sleep is... Your body's repair shop. Okay. It is It is when your body goes in and it starts to repair some of the issues. It starts to push out the toxins. It starts to, you know, just things like that. Like pushing out the toxins, repairing the muscle fibers, especially if you work out a lot or if you're active or if you have a strenuous job. It reduces stress. It, re- it reduces cortisol levels. So it literally reduces inflammation. Oh. Right? Okay. The and inflammation is water retention. So it's the reason why if you go if you go out to the bar and you drink all night and then you wake up the next morning and you look like a marshmallow, <laughs> that's that is inflammation. Okay. Your body is your body is pulling its fluid resources to push out the the bad stuff. And that's why you feel bloated. You're you know, you got the nutty professor fingers, mm. you know, things like that. Yeah, for me, it happened on my face a lot. I yeah, I, mine face. too. Like, I'll get puffy, swollen. That's why I don't really Jeez. too much drink that much. I smile, look like my eyes be closed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and I don't, I don't uh, bounce back as like I used to oh. when I was 22, 23 years old. I, when I was in the military, I used to drink all night, show up to PT, run eight miles, throw up at mile two, and keep it pushing. Mm. You know? Good old Now, <laughs> now. I don't even have enough energy to get out of my bed until like three. 
I'm like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do life anymore. <laughs> and then the third one, and I would even, I'd put an asterisk by this because it's not even necessary. What is that? Just increase your activity. Increase activity. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be straight up hardcore exercise training for, especially for people like us. Right. Right. Like it, if you're trying to be an athlete, then yeah, you need to train. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're prepping ourselves for triathlon. Right. So there's a level of training that needs to happen because you need the training in order to perform. But when you're just trying to shed a couple pounds or whatever, you can get a little bit more healthy. Then the goal ultimately is just to do a little bit more exercise. So if you're drinking more water, getting more sleep and then moving more, that is a Molotov cocktail to start losing weight. Nice. And that's before you start changing your diet and things like that. Once we start getting into the nuances, because I think there's levels to losing weight. And once you look at all of the levels and you determine what you're willing to do, and what you're willing to put your body through the discipline that it would take to do certain things, then it determines the amount of time that it's going to take you to do it. So if you want to lose 30 pounds in, so I guess maybe three would be like understanding what the time frame of your goal is as well. Okay. You know what I mean? So what you want to do is if you want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days, you need to be extremely strict and extremely regimented. If you want to lose 30 pounds in a year, you have a lot more flexibility. The mm. key is though, is that you still lose 30 pounds. Right. You know what I mean? So I would take it in that approach. Cool. So three things. Remember it was, uh, drink more water. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> first down, drink, first down, drink more water, drink more, water. second down, get more sleep. Third down, add a little activity. There you go. Those are the three things. Now, when you say add a little, uh, add activity, a mm-hmm. lot of people, like you said, might think like boss to the wall, even a simple walking around your block. Every yeah. single day. Absolutely. It's not very long. It won't take you long. I mean, I could walk my block in maybe five minutes. There you go. But it's understanding that those little things matter. How yeah. you say, you know, putting pennies in the bank. Maybe right now you might not see the change, but over time, it's going to get easier. Exactly. Easier. Easier. To a point where you're like, hmm, five minutes or around the block, maybe let's try two blocks. Exactly. It's it's snowball effect, right? Absolutely. It's also a... Uh, What was I going to say? It's a mindset that you're going to add activity. You know what I mean? It's the, it's, it is the choice to always think that when the opportunity presents itself, that you take it. So you park five spots further away from the grocery store. You take the stairs instead of the elevator. You take the, escalator and you walk up the escalator before the elevator you know maybe you freaking i don't know you do five squats in between commercials it doesn't you know there's so many ways to to implement more activity like for us right we put a moving desk in in the office standing standing desk i'm sorry yeah that thing we put a standing desk in the office and we probably move more because of the standing desk than we do if we were sitting in chairs, mm. you know what I mean? Right. So like just, just those things. And it's just like, it's simple. Not, I, I, what I noticed about the standing desk, it was like, 
I'm more prone to go. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So if like if I'm sitting in my office and someone calls me, I'm like, what do you want? Like my what if you don't know, my what do you want means you come here. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not getting up. Okay. But if I'm standing up already and someone calls, I just walk over to the door and poke my head out like, what's up? Mm. You know what I mean? So that's like even that. It kind of in, in, it promotes movement. Yeah. Well, so And that's all we really want is we want to we increase our movement. I don't need you to exercise yet because most of us aren't even there. So here are the three. Those are the three things that you can do. I don't even know if that's, you know, that's for fast weight loss or for slow weight loss. I don't really, you know, midway through the podcast, we just decided that no fast weight loss and we don't support it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, honestly, yeah, thinking about it, really, really, it's it's very similar to to the long term. Yeah, it is. It, it, it is. is the long term. I don't want to say similar. It is the long term. Yeah. That's that's how you should approach that long term. You know, because at the end of the day, you don't want to restrict yourself. I feel like restricting yourself, and I, I've gone through it. Um, I've, I thought that originally, you know, when you diet or when you, you know, looking to change or whatever, the first thing you got to do is cut off everything, right? No junk food, no sugar, no this, like literally restriction upon restriction. All I was able to eat was just protein, vegetables, and rice or your chicken breast, broccoli, and rice. Like I thought that was what I had to eat for the rest of my life if I wanted to be healthy. And uh, taking that approach from restriction definitely did not work for me because wanting that thing so bad, it just came to a point where I just caved. And then I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm not doing this anymore. Story time. Oh yeah. So my very, one of my very first clients when I got into the industry was Mm. like, she was a 450 pound middle-aged African-American woman. Okay. And she had been working with me for like eight or nine months. She had lost almost a hundred pounds. Actually, she did lose a hundred pounds. Coming to the classes, you know, I was teaching classes and stuff like that. And, you know, we, I, I love this lady, you know, like she was like really about it. And her focus was that, you know, she wanted to lose the weight because she had a daughter and her daughter was, you know, built like her. And she was afraid that she wasn't able to provide this healthy lifestyle for her. Almost set the example, right? Yeah. So, and I was like, I was like, okay, she's, she has her reason. That's it. Well, one day she just didn't show up. It was just fine. You know, it happens, right? Life happens. But yeah. But then five months go by. Oh, and I hadn't seen her and she comes back and she's 150 pounds heavier. Whoa. Yeah. 150 Whoa. pounds heavier. So she gained the 100 plus 50. You know why? Why? Because she wanted some cake. Mm. She wanted some cake and she had been telling herself no for so long. Restriction, man. That when but the time that she caved in, she felt so bad about herself. Mm. That she almost felt like, well, I already ate the cake. I might as well eat the whole cake. Ooh. And then I already ate the whole cake yesterday. I might as well eat chicken nuggets. I already ate the cake and chicken nuggets. There's no way I need to go work out. Mm. And then it starts creating this like guilt and shame. Shame that she's ultimately doing on herself until she has until she gets to the bottom of this like siphon to realize like dang like i let myself go again now i need to go back now you gotta work twice as hard (laughs) that's the problem with like depriving yourself so much like i used to say all the time when i first started started out if you want to eat the cake eat the cake okay period eat the whole cake no 
If you want some cake, have some cake. If you can tell yourself no, and it doesn't create this like, how dare I tell myself no thing mm-hmm. in ourselves, that you're going to rebel against yourself and eat the whole cake to show you who's really embossed, which is you. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, it, it's, yeah. it's clicking in my head because I could say personally went, I don't want to say I went through the exact same you know story that, that your client went through, but I went through something similar where it was, again, like the safety, like so much restriction that to a point where it was like, you know, I finally had the cookie and I was like, well, I'm going to have the whole thing because I already had one. So I already mm-hmm. defeated this whole purpose of my workouts, my clean eating, all this stuff. I'm like, that's it. Like, there's no point. I just ruined it. I ate this one little Oreo. That's it. Yep, it's that's done. it. I'll see you Monday when I all start right. over. I'll, I'll start over. But that's in, to me, that was actually my cycle, too. It was like, I, I messed this up midweek. I ate the cookie on Wednesday. Then it all goes downhill. All and then downhill. Sunday, you're feeling bad about yourself. And you're like, right. tomorrow, I'm right nothing. back on it. Monday, food, no sugar, no Monday is the universal today is the day day. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> today is the day that I become a better person that i lose the weight that i get the abs that i do whatever but it usually isn't because we need to find some consistency we need to be patient with ourselves we need to be kind to, to ourselves. ourselves i think that's part of now we're going into like the long-term process now right? i think yeah think about it like this what other area do you shred yourself for every small mistake what other area in life do you do that hmm You know, I really can't. None. Yeah, I was about to That's say, I answer. can't think it. <laughs> the answer is none. You don't. Wow. But for some reason, like we have this emotional connection to the progress of our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. That we shred ourselves for any mess up. Like we started dying. We're going to eat salads every single day, not having a full understanding that three salads in a day isn't even a thousand calories, which is the reason why nine o'clock came and you're starving and you're eating all the Cheetos and the, the almonds and the, the, the chocolate. The pantry yeah. You're, you're <laughs> raiding in the pantry because you had 800 calories over the day, but it was filling. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you're mad at yourself because you didn't, because you cheated on your diet, but really you didn't, you didn't properly start it. Mm. And that's the problem. Know what you're getting into and what you're trying to accomplish. You cannot sustain life on just salad. I completely agree with you. You can't. There's not enough calories. You need to have something else. So feed yourself. Feed yourself. Yeah. I think think we have to spend more time learning the small details and only make changes when we know what to change and what the outcome of that change is going to be. Walking the block is beneficial because we know we know that walking the block is beneficial and we know why. But do you know why CrossFit is beneficial? I do not. Exactly. So why are you doing it? Good point. If you don't even know what to measure to see if it's working for you, what's the point in doing it? That at least that's my 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 thing. I kind of like that. Yeah, the way you, you know? see it like that. Yeah, that so like, makes sense. learn what the outcome is. Like, I, all right. So I have to bring this up. Okay. He's <laughs> like. <laughs> I have to bring this up. So scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through Facebook. And this guy is training in his backyard and he has, Oh gosh. He has a loop band around his thighs 
He has a contraption that is connected to his hips down to his ankles. He has a weight vest on. He has one of these like water bags on his on his back. He has ankle weights on. Mm-hmm. And I think it was oh, actually, and then it was something oh, about an uneven there's, surface, there's, no? or like oh, a and he's standing on an uneven surface, doing step ups on a flat bench, and I'm like, one, this is stupid looking, right? Two, what is your what is your what is your outcome? What are you trying to achieve with this? Mm. Separately. Do you need all of that to achieve this one thing or would it be easier, better, more efficient to train these things separately? You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like it's no different than seeing these YouTube videos of this guy doing a back squat on a ball. And I'm like, that's stupid. You're just going to hurt yourself. Mm. Even if it does provide benefit, what's the point? Because you the, the risk outweighs the benefit because you can die and hurt yourself really, really bad trying to do a squat on a ball yeah, with yes. with 225 on your back just stupid you seen what stuff if that, like yeah that? what if that oh, what if goodness. what if it what if the ball pops Oof, i don't want to think about I, it i've seen i've seen a video of a dude doing a turkish get up with a 45 pound t- barbell okay with women hanging off the ends of them now full disclosure i'm pretty sure that was for the gram okay and i'm pretty sure you wouldn't advise anyone to train like that but why what's the point so I always think don't do anything unless you know why you're doing it so that you can measure its success. You know, keep the things that work and throw out the things that don't. But if you just, I I feel the same way about supplements, which we definitely need to talk about. So many people take so many supplements all at once and they have no idea what's working and no idea what's not because they're all taking it. Because they're just taking it all similar back to it. So they don't know. They don't know what's giving them a rash. And they also don't know what's making them strong, and they don't know what's they don't know what's making their their pee green. <laughs> you know, like they don't know because they're just taking everything. Like mm-hmm. there needs to be a very slow, methodical approach to what you're introducing, so that you can monitor its effects. So, if I'm going to add in heavy deadlifts, right, then I also need to know why I'm adding the heavy deadlift. I'm adding the heavy deadlift so that I can increase strength in my posterior chain. Glutes, hamstrings. Okay. If they're not getting strong, then there's something wrong, whether it's a technique issue or whatever. But if I put loop bands around my ankles and my hips and I wear a weight vest and I'm not getting stronger on the deadlift, how do I know what's the cause? Ah, you know what I mean? I see now. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I just throw out the deadlift and say it doesn't work. But no. You can't throw out anything because you don't know. So you just keep doing the same thing or you throw it all out. Mm. You know what I mean? And you say, this doesn't work. Same thing with diets. Absolutely. That's perfect. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than someone being a keto vegan paleontologist. Scientologist. <laughs> Scientologist. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you call they call themselves now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like what's, wh- the, what's the point? You know, mm-hmm. like there's so there's like I'm sure that in future podcast episodes, we will discuss a lot of stuff. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean, like I have a thing about diets and I, I, I think it's I don't call them diets because the only there's only three diets. Right. What What is that? There is a calorie deficient diet. OK. 
a maintenance diet. All right. And a calorie surplus diet Ooh. if you're trying to gain weight. And now would you then I because I kind of I don't want to say I feel the same way. I wouldn't I didn't even know like the three diets you just explained. But instead of me, instead of what I like to call diets, I like to call them regimens. Yeah. Because preferences. I feel like, you know, there's more yeah. of a preference and more kind of the style. Yeah. That it's the style that meat. I like to eat. Exactly. You don't like to eat meat. That's fine. But don't tell me that you're healthier than me because I eat meat. You're not. Mm. Everybody's everybody's body is different. Yeah. Different. I think that's something that I think, honestly, I think that's probably one of the main reasons why people like fall into or like get so caught up with those gimmicks, you know, those weight loss gimmicks right away. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's like, yeah, like this person lost, you know, X amount of pounds, you know, in one week. Yeah, that person did. But are you? Most people didn't know. Well, okay. Yeah, you're right. Most people did. But I'm just, it's almost like kind of going back to that though. It's like maybe they, maybe keto for you is working great. Mm -hmm. I tried it. It's not working great for me. It made me sick. You know, vegan's working great for me, mm-hmm. but I have, I can't say, oh, vegan is so much better because yeah, it's exactly. working for me. Exactly. I, I mean, think, if there was clones of me, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and they're all, all doing those, something different. All of those guys would, would do very well with, with keto or whatever it is. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I view that the exact same way. It's kind of, it's kind of odd though, right? Like mm-hmm. when we're looking at long-term success, like we always go to diet, we always go to exercise, but really it's lifestyle. Like what is your preferences in your life? What do you want to be able to do every day and then build your nutrition preferences around that don't fit your life around your nutrition preferences? You know what I mean? Like build your life around it. Like tell tell me as a coach, tell me what you want to be able to do. And then we can factor that in. You you freaking you you're in a bowling league on Friday nights and you drink 12 beers every Friday. We can factor that in. It's not the best, but if it's something that you, but it's not enough to leverage the other six days and early Friday because you like to do this one thing for four hours. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this four hours of drinking 12 beers doesn't destroy every freaking thing that you do, but it does need to be taken into consideration. Now, you can't tell me that I want to drink beer 12 beers every single night because then I'd say you don't really you don't really care about ch- making changes in your, in, in, mm. in your health. You know what I mean? Like, right. so there needs to be balance. Okay. We, we spoke about balance in the previous episode. In the previous episode. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that they're familiar with what we mean about balance. You know what I mean? So you have to make sure that you're factoring in these things while, because one of the things that you want is to be healthy. Mm. So you have to make the adjustments for that. You don't just say, I want to do all this thing and I want you to just, tell me I can be healthy. Right. It's almost like I, I, even you speaking right now about this, it's like, I think about it. I like to relate to a lot of things that he does with food. So it's almost the same thing. It's like, I, I wouldn't expect, you know, someone who has no idea who's never stepped in the kitchen or any knowledge of cooking and tell them like, here, here's this recipe, do it for me. Well, first of all, they don't know how to use a knife. Mm-hmm. They don't know what a, what eggplant is, you know, or, or whatever it is, or they, it, they don't know. And it's almost unfair you know, to them to kind of have them execute that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I think a lot of people do get lost. Where it's like, you got to realize where, what you're good at and what you're not good at. Exactly. And what fits what you're doing now, because, you know, you don't want to destroy. Maybe, maybe you have a, a routine, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I feel like a lot of people have routines that fits well, you know, for their families and or for themselves. It's best to 
change the other stuff. Exactly. Accommodate, accommodate the stuff to your routine so that that routine stays the same. Mm-hmm. And if it's not feasible, sorry, if it's not feasible, then, you know, just no, I get scrap it. it. We, I think we yeah. talked about this the other day, right? It's like, if we eat like this during the day, then you get a little bit more flexibility in the evening time. Mm. Oh, and, yes, you're right. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's, and that's fine. But you can't eat the whatever you want. And the only thing that you have is a hope. Hope is not a good enough plan. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you got to have an actual plan that you actually are going to do. Hope is not a plan. Motivation is not a plan. Mm. Consistency and work. I don't need motivation to go to work because my children need to eat and my wife will kill me. <laughs> I don't need motivation. I go because I have to. Mm. I go because of the reward. I don't need motivation to go to the gym. I go because of the reward. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I know that every little small fitness deposit that I make, I'll be able to spend later nice. when I really need it. Mm. When my other friends are fitness broke and they're sitting in chairs, coughing up a lung, I'm out there, you know, playing with the grandkids, running, r- running wide routes, <laughs> you know, yeah. mossing my grandkids. <laughs> you know what i mean as 60 like that's what that's what we're looking for so you got to have a take you have to take a like a realistic approach and i think all weight loss all anything should always take the long-term approach yeah tying it all back together it has to take the long-term approach so we are anti short-term don't do it folks and we are but we are all long-term it doesn't matter if it's weight loss it doesn't matter if it's marriage. It doesn't matter if it's finances. There are no quick fixes. You have to be there for the long haul and you have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. I think that's one thing we can say about, you know, how you, you always love to talk about like fitness. It's like the only thing, it's like there is no shortcut to it. Absolutely. You put in the it's work the and you get the only thing that technology cannot do for you. Mm-hmm. You have to get up and you have to move. Do work, son. You, unfortunately for you, there's a lot of technology out there that can hey. produce food and macros and stuff like that at perfect ratios. Mm-hmm. There is no, none, no technology that exudes you from doing the work. Ooh. None. There's a lot of technology that helps you make it more efficient, but you still got to do the work. Exactly. So no do the work. Think Do long what you're term. supposed to. Think long term. Be patient. You yes. deserve to be patient. You deserve, your body deserves to be patient because you just realized that you want to make a change. Yeah. Don't expect anything overnight. You exactly. Know? Don't expect anything overnight. You're going to be good. So, thank you. It was good. That was a good one, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to the People Like Us podcast. We do hope that you find some value in this. Uh, if you are and you have, make sure you subscribe on whatever listening platform so that you can get the notifications if you're watching this on youtube make sure that you subscribe so that you can get the notifications smash the like button and share it share it maybe other people can find some benefit in this i know there's a lot of hoopla around health and wellness and there's a lot of like instagram this and facebook this and 30 days that and we take a very realistic approach to long-term health and wellness mm-hmm. you know and that's the goal so if you found some value in that make sure that you you share this with with the people that you care about because they deserve to hear it too so 
or also too i mean if you guys also have topics or anything that maybe in particular that has to deal with you know health and wellness yeah, and whatnot put it in the comments go ahead and just put it down in the comments and let us know maybe yeah, we, we definitely can. will like we'll, we'll as we keep doing this we'll mm. start adding on like sections where we start answering questions from people and stuff like that so uh these are our first two episodes we did them uh we had a great time i think this is a great format to be able to share ideas and thought processes about around how we approach health and wellness for ourselves for our families and for our community so if like i say if you have any questions make sure you reach out to support at plus one community.com go to plus one community.com check out the website um, join if you would like you know become a member of our community uh we'd love to see you there in fact we're probably waiting on you so yeah. so yeah so until next time uh every tuesday we will be dropping a new episode take care for gerald mays at plus one by people like us podcast and chef roberto we are out out of here take care thank you guys Thank you.